And we're back to continue our discussions on the Enterprise Agility Podcast. My name is John Lim, and I'm joined today by Fred Champlain and Andy Jordan, who will dive into the importance of forward-looking enterprise architecture. There is so much to talk about when thinking about this space, and I know our hosts are excited to get to it. So with that, I'll hand it over to Andy. Thanks, John. Fred, as we talk this time, we're going to talk about this idea of enterprise architecture. And I think like a lot of people, I consider enterprise architecture as a discipline that is concerned primarily with what the organization is doing, the current business, enterprise technology, people, architecture, and the value streams that flow from that. And I know that's probably going to upset a lot of enterprise architects. But when you and I were talking, um, you were saying that uh, that you're really now looking to help enterprise architects in looking forward and this idea of an architectural runway. So tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, and the, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, the, the jobs of enterprise architects are, are varied and many. Um, in, in terms of this concept of architectural runway, which has been popularized um, within the SAFE framework, uh, scaled agile framework, um, is really one of the factors uh, within scaling agile is is it's really quite key. And that is is that we want to find our dependencies as early as we can, uh, of course, and identify those and make sure that they're funded. Uh, so architectural runway refers to the, the notion that we want to think about what, what SAFE refers to as enabler items. And typically those are infrastructure um, items or, or technical items, non-functional requirement related typically. Uh, items that also sometimes have a longer lead time uh, to, to acquire or to uh, get in place. It may be a new platform. Uh, for example, it may be a whole new platform that is being brought in. Maybe ServiceNow is being brought in, right, and implemented. So uh, you need to get that set and ready, uh, and then we have developers come in and, and build on that. So that is the, the idea is that, of course, one of the biggest issues around scaling are dependencies. It's the big issue. And that's usually uh, where, where we get um, tripped up in terms of, of timing and thinking about PIs and quarterly um, type planning as well. So with our new enterprise architecture workspace, uh, it really enables um, our customers to now start looking at their enterprise architecture and thinking about backlogs, being able to filter on on their enablers and think about the capex that, that would go in and do the planning equally as much as we would for any other business function. Mm-hmm. Now, that makes perfect sense when you think about it. When I think about it, it, it's something that isn't necessarily thought about enough by the people who are focusing on those core sexy applications that need to get built, those dependencies that can derail them very quickly and and if you don't think that through you're not going to find out until it's way too late and just because now we're primarily dealing with service-based infrastructure doesn't necessarily make it any easier you use the example of implementing a new platform but even if it's just a case of renegotiating an existing contract you know doesn't matter how what we how service-based we get the, the contract process still takes a lot longer than anybody thinks it should so we need to be able to identify those things up front and deal with them because otherwise we're going to find ourselves with real problems yeah it, that's a great example i need in a real life example uh getting additional cloud capacity for example mm-hmm. uh when you're executing on a quarterly basis um you know a month matters and, and that can really impact if we haven't identified that in advance so 
by having this backlog, having a, enough runway, if you will, to be ahead of the rest of the the, the teams in, in making sure that we're building a the right thing, just like any other uh, business uh, epic or, or capability, is we want to invest in the right pieces of architecture as well. We need to make sure that we have that in place, uh, prioritize it just like anything else, and make sure that we're using a capacity allocation uh, policy at the portfolio level to make sure that we're not neglecting our enablers. Uh, and, and that is another uh, guardrail that we can put in place to ensure that we're getting good funding to, to avoid those um, potential blockers. And I'm assuming that this is going to be um, integrated as part of, of APM, Application Portfolio Management, which adds another layer to that and, and further provides another perspective, another lens into the whole APM landscape that is now for, for technology leaders becoming a real business, a powerful business tool that they can use to help support their business partners in, in these initiatives that they're pursuing. That's right, Andy, and especially as we look over the horizon a little bit in terms of business architectures as a uh, domain of enterprise architecture and and value streams and and you know value delivery, um, we'll continue to be investing in this area. But even today, uh, with Epics, we can tag those, uh, flag those as uh, enablers, and and simply filter on those when you know, for example, an enterprise architect and look at what their items are relative to their portfolio, and and prioritize. And make decisions and and participate in that funding exercise to to ensure that uh, these are being funded uh, on equal footing. Mm-hmm. It's a small thing, but I love that word enabled. By the way, it's a dependency. We all understand what a dependency is, and a lot of people have got a background in projects, and you know, it's just one of those things that you deal with. But enabler is such a more powerful word. It's so much more descriptive of what is actually happening here. You need to be able to deal with these enablers or you're not going to be able to enable the business performance that we're seeking to get from whatever that main initiative is. Exactly. Yeah, it, it has always been the case, but now we are bringing visibility and forefront here, and and you know credit to the Safe Framework, they've made this um, you know more visible in terms of a an important aspect. But we're really taking that, and and it's being adopted, I think, across um, just LPM practices in general, an awareness that architecture matters, dependencies matter, of course, and and this is our our ability to bring this and leverage the platform. Uh, to really pull elements together on the platform and provide uh, amplifying value to our customers. Absolutely. It's just a yet, yet another way that enterprise architecture is helping organizations understand what they have, how they achieve what they achieve, and, and how they need to evolve that going forward. I think it's awesome. 